Forget about the Liberty Bowl. Let's hear it for the real border war. Yes, Missouri against Kansas in basketball at Mizzou Arena on Saturday. So, it's time to scout the Jayhawks. Coming up right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou. Your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And today's episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks, a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Locked on at checkout to get that extra $30 off your next order. Oh, that does sound good, doesn't it? But you know what sounds even better than an Omaha steak? Just a tiny bit better because those are a fine, fine product. But a Missouri victory over Kansas sure would taste good after all the smack talk we Missouri fans have had to endure from that side of the Missouri River here recently. But you know what? Just how good is this Kansas team this year? Obviously, the Jayhawks, well, yes, they won the national championship last year. I had to Google that because, frankly, I blocked it out of my mind. But yes, it is true. But notably, of course, this is a very different-looking Kansas team this year. Okche Agbaji and Christian Brown are gone from that Kansas backcourt. Also notably, David McCormick is gone too, Kansas's senior center last year. And notably, if you're worried about Missouri's relative lack of size this season, well, this isn't a particularly big Kansas squad either. At least they don't start a true center, that's for darn sure. Now, freshman Ernest Uday definitely fits the bill as sort of your classic back-to-the-basket five-man, but he really hasn't played a ton so far this season, sort of more like an Aiden Shaw-type role for him. But overall, they do have quite a few guys who are 6'8", 6'7", in the starting lineup. Grady Dick, by the way, listed at six foot eight, but you know, he's a skinny freshman guard. So not exactly a team that is going to destroy Missouri on the offensive glass. At least you wouldn't expect so. This is unusual for a Bill Self squad. Normally he's got a big bruiser in the middle of the paint, no question about it. But you know what? Again, like I said, other than other than Dewan Harris, of course, the former Rockbridge product and teammate of Isaiah Mosley, well, other than Harris, they have pretty good overall length and and might match up fairly well with Mizzou. But again, I I just wouldn't expect this team to, number one, destroy the Tigers on the offensive glass by any means. And also, secondly, they don't have a lot of back-to-the-basket scoring either. So a little bit different look for a Kansas ball club under Bill Self. If you're used to seeing a lot of high-low post action, well, Not necessarily the case with this particular squad. Now, of course, another guy for Kansas who's back this season that I haven't mentioned yet is Jalen Wilson. He's averaging over 20 points per game this season with all those backcourt mates, all those wing players gone off of last year's squad. Well, he's certainly taking a ton of shots 
and a ton of possessions. I think it actually remains to be seen if he's really improved his game all that much, though. He was a guy who put his name, tested the NBA draft waters last season, only to be told, hey, bud, you have to shoot better than 26% from downtown if you're going to be an NBA player. That was his number the previous season for the Jayhawks. Well, this season he's up to 35% from three. But again, I, I'm just not – you dig deeper into the numbers, and I don't know that this is a an actual improved player. Maybe he's just making some more shots in a small sample size. doesn't really seem like all that much has changed, except it seems like, boy, he's just taking way too many shots for my, for my likings as a basketball analyst. Certainly not as a – I almost said fan. Well, I'm not rooting for Kansas by any means, so I'm glad I stopped myself there. But just as somebody who analyzes basketball, I'm not really looking for somebody with Jalen Wilson's game to be taking 30%, over 30% of my shots. That's just me. So I think Kansas is still trying to find itself a little bit offensively, but at the same time, Bill Self is – like him or hate him, and, well, I hate him. He is a heck of a basketball coach. There's no doubt about that, and you can see it from this team. They're well-coached offensively, defensively. No big surprises there, but what maybe is a little bit of a surprise, there's just not a tremendous amount of high NBA talent on this team. Now, this was true of last year's championship squad for the Jayhawks as well, but in particular this season, if you were – if you're looking for somebody like, oh, I don't know, Paul Pierce or Rafe LaFrance or to take some more modern examples like Andrew Wiggins or the big guy for Philadelphia, why is his name escaping me, Joel Embiid, there we go. There's just not any of those high-end NBA talents on this team. Now, perhaps Jalen Wilson might sneak himself into a second-round player this season. But actually, Grady Dick, the true freshman, he's probably your best NBA prospect on the team, even though he's really just a – he's a – I say just. He's a top-20 national-type high school prospect, but it's really just based on the fact that he's an incredible shooter. And at six foot eight, with a really, really good release, he's a very impressive young player for sure. But – Again, he's a young player. For as advanced as his release is, when he can knock down open shots for sure and even guarded shots if you catch and release, but there's just not a lot else to his game. In fact, if you look at Grady Dick's turnover rate, it's one of the lowest in the entire country, and you're probably thinking, well, John, isn't that a good thing? Well, obviously it is on paper, but it also tells me that he doesn't do anything with the basketball at this point other than really catch and shoot. He is not a playmaker whatsoever. So I do wonder if maybe Missouri has an advantage with ball handling because Missouri has pretty darn good ball handling, not only with Nick Honor and Sean East, but also several other players like Trey Gomillion and Isaiah Mosley. Certainly I trust with the basketball in their hands as well, whereas with Kansas, with all their length and athleticism that they have, on the perimeter, really other than Dewan Harris, if you can just maybe wear him down a little bit with this full court, maybe a little bit of token full court pressure and occasional trapping, well, maybe that'll be an advantage for Missouri. Something certainly to keep your eye on is how Harris is able to handle Missouri's pressure and if he wears down as the game goes along. And moving to football, the transfer portal window is 
is open. At least this particular window is open until January 20th. One guy I expect to be here through at least spring football, Missouri starting quarterback this past season, Brady Cook. And you know what? There's been one criticism I've seen going around a lot about Brady Cook that I want to address. I think it's beyond cliched and just something that doesn't really make a lot of sense when you actually break it down. So I do want to talk about that, but first, today's episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Yes, a gift from the heart. Oh, man. I tell you, when I received my first package of Omaha Steaks, you know what? I felt loved and taken care of and secured. Is there anything better than just having a freezer full of meat for the winter? I think not. I tell you what, the steak experts at Omaha Steaks have put together a special curated gift package so you can take the guesswork out of gift of gifting this holiday season. Oh yeah, we're going to make you a holiday hero. I guarantee it. So go to omahasteaks.com, take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use the promo code at checkout to get an additional off your order. So once again, that's omahasteaks.com for 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use the promo code LOCKEDON at checkout to get that extra 30 bucks off your order, minimum order may be required. Thanks for making Locked On Mizzou your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter to the biggest stories, go beyond the box and behind the scenes with local experts and insights. Only Locked On can provide. That's Locked On Sports today. Available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get finer podcasts. And you know what? I've seen finer arguments about Brady Cook than, oh, well, he just doesn't go through his progressions very well. And and that, that particular argument has always hit me the wrong way because most people who say that, well, first of all, I just want to be like, okay, what were his progressions on this previous snap? But without even getting that technical, when somebody says, oh, he, he doesn't go through his progressions, I know they don't totally understand how quarterback play actually works because especially at the college level at the SEC level well the best quarterbacks and this is true in the pros as well maybe even more true in the pros now that I think about it but the best quarterbacks 90% of the time I would say maybe that's a little high but the majority of the time the vast majority of the time quarterbacks know where they're going to throw it before the ball's even snapped So if anything, Brady Cook may need to get better at pre-snap recognition because most of the time, realistically, you don't have time to look at five different receivers when you drop back to pass, especially not with the type of protection that Brady Cook had for a lot of this season. But really, even if you have great protection, the idea that on really any snaps in a football game, maybe one time a season, you're going to have time to go, okay, my first guy, he's not open. Second guy, nope. Third guy, nope. Fourth guy, well, got to dump it down to the fifth guy now. That I promise you that almost never happens. If anything, you have, a, you have what you look at pre-snap. You think you know what you're going to see. You have the, your primary receiver 
already you know who you're going to throw to in your mind. You snap the ball, maybe you look off the safety, but oh, the coverage isn't quite what I expected. Well, then, then that's when you dump it off. Most of the time, that's what's happening. You have time for basically two progressions, maybe, maybe three. Like realistically, I'm telling you, if you don't believe me, go fire up a, a PlayStation or an Xbox right now. Play any version of Madden or NCAA football from the last 10 years. It doesn't even matter. And guess what? You're actually going to have a massive advantage over a real-life quarterback because you're going to have the vision of God. You are looking at a screen. Essentially, you can see the entire field. You are the eye in the sky. And even you, with that power, that godlike power, will not be able to go through five progressions in one snap. It's not going to happen. So just the people who say, well, he doesn't go through his progressions. Maybe he doesn't recognize things pre-snap as quickly as he should. Maybe there's that. But I just think the progressions thing is a little bit overrated. And stop screenshotting me stuff where, well, this guy was wide open. It's like, all right, that has no context whatsoever. It may be on the opposite side of where the play was even designed. So I don't know. Listen, am I trying to tell you that Brady Cook is perfect? No, I'm not. But let's at least be fair with our criticisms here. Regardless, I think there's no question that Brady Cook is going to compete for this job at least through spring football. Perhaps he transfers after that if he sees the writing on the wall. I think we're a long ways away from that, though. Certainly, Sam Horn is going to compete for the job as well. The true freshman this past season was a true freshman anyway from Georgia, will be a redshirt freshman this coming season. Perhaps he starts the bowl game and, and looks really good. I'm not really sure what Missouri's plans are at quarterback, but I can basically promise you that Missouri is going to look for a guy in the transfer portal market once again. Obviously, last season they went after guys like JT Daniels, who, by the way, is in the portal once again. Could Missouri kick the tires on Daniels? Who knows? But regardless of who it is, maybe it's former NC State quarterback Devin Leary. He actually, just based on the numbers alone, he actually looks like the most promising guy in the portal at quarterback. If Missouri gets him, well, that would be a big-time competitor in that locker room for sure. But if it ends up being you know, maybe a depth piece, for lack of a better term, somebody like Jack Abraham this past season, well, again, I think people are ready to push Brady Cook out the door. Let's not let's not be so quick on that because if Sam Horn was ready to play last season, he would have played. So apparently, will he be ready this spring? Will he be ready this fall? Remains to be seen. To me, there's just a lot of uncertainty at the quarterback position. Some people are just seem to be writing off Brady Cook way too quickly. And coming up next, what do Dominic Lovett and John Dutton from Yellowstone have in common? Well, absolutely nothing. But you know what? I'm going to make the comparison anyway coming up. But first, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. And yes, the greatest protein bar of all time just keeps getting even better. I'm talking about Built Bar's new reimagined flavors, cookie dough topper, coconut brownie bar, and coconut brownie topper. Well, from my experience, by the way, I'll be honest with you, haven't got a chance to try these new flavors yet, but two different styles of coconut, anything coconut and built bar 
they always knock that one out of the park. That's my personal favorite. But you know what? Not only do these things taste great, they're revolutionizing nutrition as we know it with 100% real chocolate, 17 grams of protein, and shockingly low sugar, and just 130 calories. Built. You gotta try this. So get 15% off your order right now by using the promo code LOCKEDON15 at Built.com. You know, it really seemed like during this season that Dominic Lovett was a guy who was really bought in to the Missouri program and a guy who was going to be around Missouri until he graduated or decided to move on to the NFL, whichever came first. And you know what? Some of you, some of you more cynical fans, cynical football observers would call me a sucker for that. And, and maybe I was a sucker in that particular case, but I would argue just about all of us on some level are suckers, right? As Jerry Seinfeld likes to say, well, we root for laundry. And a lot of times the guys who put on our favorite team's uniforms, whether it is college or pro sports, especially as college becomes more and more pro sports-like, well, they don't have the same love necessarily. And we all understand that on a certain level, especially in pro sports. We get that, yes, not everybody grows up as a Kansas City Chiefs fan, so naturally guys who are from Texas and Miami or whatever may have grown up as Dolphins and Cowboys fans, for instance. We all understand that, but at a certain point, after Patrick Mahomes is with the Chiefs for 10 or 15 years or whatever it is, he's basically going to be a Kansas City Chief at that point. And whether it's real or it's not, to whatever extent, Mahomes loves the Chiefs as much as a big-time Kansas City Chiefs fan is, well, we as fans buy into it. That's what I'm trying to get to. And just like I have a 30-year relationship with Kevin Costner, right? I'm aware that Kevin Costner is not actually John Dutton on Yellowstone. Yes, I've seen Costner in other movies. I realize he's a real human being and not this fictional character called John Dutton. And yet, in spite of the fact that I, the first couple episodes of this season of Yellowstone, I was kind of taken out of the thing. I thought it was really boring for the most part. And I was kind of openly making fun of it as it was going on. But despite this fact, despite the fact that I know I'm watching a fictional show that I'm laughing about, well, there was a scene where John Dutton, a.k.a. Kevin Costner, basically gives his daughter-in-law, who just lost a son, a speech that brought me to tears, literally. Now, how did I? How does a fictional thing like that move me to that kind of emotion? Well, it's because I bought into it. In that moment, that show became real for me again. And I just think people underestimate, and this is a topic I've talked about quite a bit, but the emotional connection that people have with football. See, it's not about numbers and stats and projections and all this other stuff that I think people sometimes get lost in. No, it's really about an emotional connection that you have with the guys on the team often, but really it's just the team itself. And the more and more of the guys who play this sport don't feel like they're connected to the teams themselves, well, that emotion then starts to wane. And guess what? 
Like I was starting to kind of get off the Yellowstone bandwagon at the beginning of the season. Well, people will also find other entertainment and get away from college football or Missouri too. So to me, I, again, I don't have the perfect solution here. And certainly at the end of the show here is not the time to even present one. But I think if you're college football and basketball, you got to worry that you're not the pros, right? This is a lesser version of football and basketball. The best players all play in the NFL and the NBA. So why should we care as fans if that emotional attachment is severed? Frankly, what's left? So again, I don't know the perfect solution here, but something that everybody should be aware of is my point. And thanks, as always, for making Locked On Mizzou your first listen. For your next listen, check out Locked On Sports. Today, the big stories, instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on Odyssey YouTube and wherever you get yo podcasts. So, until next time, I'm John Miller, and this has been Locked On Mizzou. Mizzou.